This week on Another Digital Citizen, Jeremiah is not a bullfrog. It's the final segment of our podcast. Another another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this first episode of Citizen Digital Another. See what I did there, Luke? <laughs> Citizen Digital Another? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. First ep- yeah, that's the first episode of this episode, uh, like, show. Yeah. CDA. Which, CDA, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, welcome, everybody, to another Digital Citizen. My name is Fro. With me, I have Luke, as always, as you heard. Pew, pew, pew. Hi, Luke. CDA sounds like something you would do, like you a tax person that would do your taxes, a CDA. Uh, CDA also sounds uh, kind of like a drug. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, do you want to take some CDA with me? Some kind of new designer yeah. drug that like would be in some bad... <laughs> um, it's like a fake drug <laughs> you would hear about in a movie, right? Like, yeah. Uh, what was that Samuel... Ja- Formula 51 was Samuel Jackson. Formula yeah. 51, yeah. Such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more episodes and we're in the 400s. So, are you preparing for that? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Working on getting things together for a tournament. Uh, yeah. It snuck Do right up on us. tournaments? What? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of this concept ever before. There's, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, we do a tournament every once in a while. A lot less frequent than we used to, but we're going to do one in a couple weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, I have decided that we're going to quit on episode uh, 1,000, just so you know. Because that's a like very nice number. Okay, 1,000? Okay. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, that's yeah. many years away, so we'll see if we get yeah. that far. We'll see. You think we'll quit before the 1,000? I, I mean, there's so <laughs> many things that could happen in between now and then. The world could end. Right. If we're if, One they, of the reasons, if we're yeah. going on eight years and this is four hundred, then you know that's uh, uh, ten years away, yeah. maybe more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that will happen uh, before that is maybe uh, Ron DeSantis being the president of the United States, and then, then we <laughs> we really have trouble. <laughs> uh, that's right, because Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will announce he's running for president today is what we're seeing in a discussion with twitter ceo elon musk of all people three sources Mm -hmm. familiar with plans told nbc news musk said desantis will host the event on twitter spaces uh the site platform for audio chats which is kind of just a big shithole like nobody goes to twitter spaces really do they I don't know. I've never been I, to a Twitter space. Ever. I had never been to one, so I couldn't tell you. I've seen like them promoted and stuff. I've never actually gone into one, even with people like that I would be interested in listening right. to. But it's going to happen today, Wednesday at 6 p.m. EST. It will be moderated mm-hmm. by David Sachs, a tech op- entrepreneur who is Musk's confidant and a, and a DeSantis supporter. So it's going to be a big jerk-off fest, is what they're saying. The same evening, the campaign will release a launch video, and DeSantis will begin visiting early states just after Memorial Day. Okay. Uh, 
I mean, we knew he was going to run. This not that's not the in- well, interesting part, right? Right. We're assume we were assuming he would, to say it that way. All the rumors had said he was going to. He had kind of indicated yes. in a roundabout way. Um, Very much so. And even uh, there had been talks of like Trump knew, and so he was. Uh, you you if you'd be- paid attention in the last few weeks, Trump has been attacking him. And attacking Very him and trying so, different yeah. types of insults going after him. Ron DeSanctimonious mm. was one of them that was didn't really pan out very well. <laughs> uh, I saw Leather Jacket Man today uh, on YouTube. He was very, very happy. Even though he said in the video that he will uh, still vote for Trump. So, And I was thinking, can you vote for Trump from the Netherlands? <laughs> I, right, I don't think he. Well, he might be a dual citizen, but so it's possible. Yeah. But uh, I don't. I have no idea. Hasn't he lived there for quite a while? Like, don't you lose your citizenship to America? There's when probably like, like a thing where you have to come be in America for a certain amount of time a year. Right. I, I have no idea. I don't know America. any of those rules though. So. Uh, I bet he does. I bet he occasionally visits or something. I saw a whole thing. He, uh, his fans are turning on him this week also. So, is that because he's uh, supporting Trump? No, because of his name. Oh. <laughs> because of his username. Yeah, we're, People, we're not going to say it. No, no. But for, for us, it's it, it's the leather jacket man. Yeah, which makes no sense. Which makes it even harder to find him because he doesn't actually wear a leather jacket. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no. There was a whole thing that like. A bunch of new people in, like, you know, the right-wing Christian sphere found out about this mm-hmm. guy and found out what his name was and were, like, you know, upset about that because they're Christian. I can I can see the Christian people getting very upset of his name. I totally get it. Especially when they're like, oh, he... Or let's say they saw a video and they didn't see the username. They watch a bunch of videos and right. they look down and they're like, oh my god, I'm a Christian. I've been <laughs> taken in by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, he, he's a very radical man. I love I love watching him. It's, it's uh, yeah, I if I'm in an extremely bad mood, I usually turn him on so I can get something to laugh about. He, yeah, he's chuckle-worthy, for sure. Um, <laughs> Definitely. The announcement uh, by DeSantis will co- coincide with a retreat for high-end fundraisers pledging to support DeSantis in Miami. Miami bundlers will be at the Four Seasons from May 24th to the 26th receiving briefings from the DeSantis campaign staff, combined with time to call around to raise money for the campaign. So, yeah, this is... It's in the works. There's, like... It was kind of rumors last night, but now, like, it's all set up. Everything's uh, on the train. I said this before we started recording, but you got to remember back to 2020 when there were all these candidates, all these Republicans' candidates, including Donald Trump running... And it slowly mm. whittled down, and people started dropping out. Every time somebody dropped out, they would go and back Trump, right? I think we're going to yeah. have a similar thing. Not as many candidates, because it's not as open of a field, but we're going to have a bunch of candidates, and they're all going to end up backing Trump. And more than likely, DeSantis is running specifically not to go against Trump, but to try to bolster his 
image to force Trump to give him some type of include him yeah, yeah in in the cabinet whether it's vice president or something else yeah i mean uh, that's what i said last year uh, ronda santos trump ticket would totally destroy biden like that would be the golden goose of uh, republican running Christian right like because yeah some Christian right wing people have turned on Trump but they would back right. DeSantis they would back DeSantis yeah sure I can see that yeah yeah um there's a lot of dirt that you could bring up on both these guys though as far as being the opposition so whatever do you mean well like when he, <laughs> when he ran with Pence Pence was like the squeaky cleanest like I mean yeah he yeah. he's against like abortion and he's like a hardcore right-wing neocon but homophobe yeah yeah and homophobe but like mm -hmm. he didn't have any scandals like Ron DeSantis has specifically that is true yeah then again uh, yeah I'm I'm shit afraid of that, that man but uh, yeah like i said also before we started recording uh yeah i i i think maybe maybe it will people still will see if it's like uh what i hope it's it's it will do is that uh trump and the Santos will be so against each other that they like uh tear each other down tear each other apart yeah that's what i really hope like if I had my wish, yeah, I just and look it at. It seems like cool. it. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, it and it seemed like Trump started that like last week or the two last weeks. I think so. more on the GOP side, the battling is all symbolic more than anything else. Less than mm. on the Democratic side, because mm. the the Republicans all know what they're actually about. Like they they all know right. they're actually about giving money to businesses, cutting taxes for rich people. They know what they're mm. actually about. And so when they actually are f infighting, it's usually over semantic stuff, like he's got bad hair or look how he ate that pizza or, you know, something silly like mm. that because they know what they really are there for. Where Democrats, the infighting is usually real because they actually have policy issues that they're battling against like healthcare right. and things like that where the republicans it's all a smoke show more than anything i agree but uh yeah um i'm sure it will be super easy being gay with a uh, president uh DeSantis. DeSantis. yeah yeah, yeah. That, that that will be uh super easy in america uh uh, I'm sure more stores than Target has to remove their LD LGBTQ merchandise then because, well, they got some clash this week. Well, Ron DeSantis would probably like shut Target down with an executive order. <laughs> uh, Target, which rolled you out. Can't sell gay things. Right. <laughs> Budweiser is going to be uh, shut down also. And... <laughs> The only bear you can get in America is Corona. <laughs> no, he's not. That's that's Hispanic beer. He's against that, oh, bro. Oh, that's Hispanic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Get that imported stuff out of here. I think mm. Budweiser is owned by a German company. Um, <laughs> Target, which rolled out his Pride collection at the start of May, is pulling some products from its store after facing backlash, says saying it was acting uh, to protect employee safety. Mm. 
The corporation is offering more than 2,000 products, including clothing, books, music, and home furnishings as part of a pride collection. These items mm-hmm. include gender-fluid mugs, queer all-year calendars, a book for children 2 to 8 titled Bye Bye Binary, Pride 123, and I'm Not a Girl. Yeah, I think it's, it's strange that people are being so upset by this. I, I, I understand that uh, some people uh, think it's... Uh, bad of a company of like producing products like this but i find it's utterly confusing to be so angry that it goes like after people that work there that's that's what i like to get upset of like if you have something against it like just don't shop there don't go and threaten people that work there because it's not their fault it's the company's fault I mean, their whole thing is we're worried about the children. Oh, we, we right. don't. It's this is bad for the children. Guess who works at Target? Yeah, teenagers like <laughs> in high school who like need yeah. a first time job, and that's who works at these. Like, so if they're so worried about the children, threatening Target employees is the opposite of worrying about children. I guarantee mm. you. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I know. I it's I feel like the. I feel like it's uh, it's definitely one side of the um, the aisle that gets more angry about stuff like this. Like I have never seen someone that's like is very uh, uh, pro-abortion go around like destroying people's others, uh, uh, like. Uh, company if they have like an against abortion uh, I was gonna say I'm uh, pretty sure that people bomb abortion clinics all the time right yeah yeah. it's so weird so anyway talking about war uh, customer war now to real war uh, Ukraine Ukrainian leaders on Monday again denied that Russia has taken full control of Bakhmut Stressing their forces still hold a small part of the city despite Moscow's claim of complete victory. Russia's private military company, Wagner Group, first claimed control of the city Saturday, which was later confirmed by the Russians. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, though, denied Sunday that Russia had taken over the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, over the weekend, Wagner Group shared images of soldiers planting a Russian flag atop the ruins of Bakhmut. Yeah, the whole city is basically just destroyed. They, Whoever has it's it now something. has just a bunch of rubble. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah It's it feels like uh, uh, Russia is celebrating over absolutely nothing. Oh, look what we did. We bombed, bombed this area and killed a lot of people. Aren't I guess the thing amazing? is, Bakhmut is a... Is this is what I'm to understand? It's like a central hub of shipping, yes. and so mm-hmm. it, they can use it to move tanks, move uh, weapons, uh, also move supplies, you know, uh, mm. grain and other things. So, and it takes that ability away from the Ukrainians to have that uh, port uh, type city. That's what the real fight was for, I believe. I don't know. Mm. Um, the Ukrainians spent, you know a ton of money defending this specific city for some reason. This was super mm-hmm. important to them, and for them to lose it is a big loss as far as, like, 
the war goes, but also uh, symbolically, it's big for the Ukrainians as far as. I mean, everything we've been told, even up to this point, is that the Ukrainians are winning, right? Mm. And this is the first yeah. kind of time that that it's come out. Even in it feels, yeah, that it feels kind of not, yeah. The U.S. media still, even the, a few days ago when I was seeing stuff on the news about it, was like, uh, yeah, but the the Ukrainians still really control it. Like the right. Russians didn't win. There's like this, at least in American media. I don't know how it is in the, in Norway, but. In the American media, there's like this weird thing of not admitting at all that uh, the Ukrainians have lost anything at any point. It's, right. There's yeah, never been coverage like that, that yeah. wasn't showing that the Ukrainians were winning. And I think it's yeah. like because we've given them so much money, if they weren't winning, it would show that like uh, it was a waste of our money, right? Mm. That's the way I see it. Yeah. I agree. Uh, it's kind of like it's it's kind of weird because I I agree. Like especially like Norwegian media is like very focused on like uh, everything being very like positive for uh, the Ukrainians and then negative for the Russians. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I, I think that's like that's kind of like I think that's more or less normal in war. I guess because. You don't want to like you want you don't want to like uh, get people to think that you're doing a bad job because then they will lose like moral. The moral high um, ground is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think they've like, I yeah I understand that because like yeah the Russians went in they the more the morally they were attacked right and that's right, and they've yeah. been on the defensive this whole time. I've always thought that um, every time I see one of those articles, I see them say, oh, the Ukrainians are totally winning. They're beating the shit out of the Russians. Even in this article we have right here, it says U.S. estimates 100,000 Russian soldiers have been killed or wounded in Bakhmut, but they don't show the amount of so soldiers on the Ukrainian side that were killed, right? right. That's kind of yeah. like the bias that they're coming from. But mm -hmm. I always think... Well, if they're winning, so if the Ukrainians are so winning, if they're killing it, if they're just mm -hmm. destroying Russia um, and uh, taking back their country, why do we keep having to send them more weapons? Well, uh, talking about that, uh, this week uh, things have uh, kind of changed because uh, you've been very clear, like, we're not going to send uh, fighter jet jets to... Uh, Ukraine. Uh, well, uh, Biden has kind of changed uh, because uh, Zelensky gave a flat uh, assurance that fly fighter jets will not attack Russia. But does that mean that they will uh, be uh, like in defense? President Joe Biden said he received flat assurance from. Zelensky that Ukraine would not use F-16 fighter jets to attack Russian territory. It, mm -hmm. I have flat assurance that Zelensky will will not will not use uh, use it to go into Russian geographic territory. Biden told reporters at the end of the annual G7 summit in Japan. In the latest development, making a drastic shift by the U.S. Uh, president and U.S. officials who have long rejected authorizing F-16s in Ukraine. Earlier this week, the UK Prime Minister uh, 
Rooney Sunak announced the UK and Netherlands will build an international coalition to help the country produce uh, a procure the fighter jets. So yeah, we're also going to train. Obviously, they don't know how to use yeah. them, so we have to train the people on how to. Uh, the Ukrainians specifically on how to use these, mm -hmm. and the UK is saying they're going to help with the training also. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I said, if they were winning, uh, this F-16 thing comes right on the back foot of the Bak Bakhmut uh, takeover by the Russians. So I think it's kind of, mm -hmm. they're going hand in hand. The reason we did this is because the Russians took Bakhmut, I think. I don't know, what do you think? Mm. Yeah, it seems like that, doesn't it? That's that's it, it. I I I wonder I wonder like how how they are going to train them. Do you think that they are going to like send Ukrainians to the states or? That's what they did for the long range missile systems. Remember, we even covered yeah. it. They sent them to like Georgia or some random. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we covered that at the time. But yeah, like I said, they're also going to train in UK. So mm -hmm. and I would assume the UK probably has a bunch of our fighter jets already so they'd be able mm -hmm. to just train in the uk which is closer uh and maybe we'd send people over there to train them also like after they get the jets is my guess because we did the same thing with the long range uh missile systems also mm -hmm. hey look have you read your uh <laughs> have you read your horoscope today i literally never read a horoscope <laughs> even when I was I a kid, it. I found it ridiculous. Yeah. Even when I was like a tiny little child, I was like, that's just silly. Reading a thing out of the newspaper and expecting it to mm. predict your future? Okay. Yeah, so both me and Luke are, uh, are uh, Virgos. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it, it's, it's kind of like funny because it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, Always when I go into like Yahoo, it's on their front page, and I like glance over it. But today it it is. You only have so much attention to spare today, and it feels like you're having to spread it out thin. Do your best, but recognize that some people, uh, folks, or projects just need to wait. Okay. So that's today's horoscope, I guess. <laughs> And the reason why I was thinking of that, it was like, uh, uh, I was reading my horoscope uh, yesterday, and it said something about like, uh, uh, that I should take a, a trip on, on the train. And I, and I was like, mm, maybe not. Uh, because <laughs> a 30 ton shipment of explosive chemicals are missing from a railroad car. Uh, after a uh, uh, trip across the West. The officials are investigating the disappearance of 30-ton shipment of ammonium nitrate, a chemical used to most, both fertilizer and explosives. Uh, if you don't know, this is the same chemical that was used in the o Oklahoma City bombing, Fro? Yeah. A railroad car loaded with 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate uh, from an explosive company, Dino Nobel, left Nobel, Fro. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, left Cheyenne, Wyoming, on April 12th, headed to California, according to Q K Q E D, which cited an incident report from the company. Uh, yeah, like I said, ammonium nitrate is used as ag agricultural fertilizer to manufacture first aid products and in explosives for mining and construction industry. Uh, 
So yeah, they it just went missing. Like uh, it was in the car, and the car was still attached to the train, but all of the mm -hmm. material had been taken out of the car. Uh, mm. Obviously, this is a little scary because it it could be used to you know produce uh, vegetables, which would be great. But it could also be used to blow something up, and I think that's what more people are worried about. Yeah, if you steal 30 fucking tons of it, I would think that you need it for something more than your fucking gardening. Or you have well, what the biggest if he's garden like, in the entire life. Well, what if it was a farmer, and he's like, he's, he's growing <laughs> fields and fields of corn, you know? I, I can uh -huh. understand needing, like, that much for, like, a giant thing of just so many fields of stuff. Uh, if you were a farmer... And let's say you couldn't afford your fertilizer that year, and your friend mm -hmm. Buddy down at the local bar was like, "Hey, I hear, I hear they're getting a shipment of fertilizer in two weeks or whatever." And you get together with your buddies. Yeah, it sounds mm -hmm. like a it could be a good script for a movie, to be honest. Uh, True. And you could even in the in that movie, if I was going to write it, he would be like the good guy who was just he mm. was getting downtrodden by the man they were taxing his farm into oblivion you know what i mean yeah mm. well in norway we have a lot of like uh, cars on the road and this week uh, i saw this article uh with this car crashing in the garden i sent you the picture of it uh, in the pod, pod links of this car and uh, uh falling over in the garden and i wonder Look, do you see something that's kind of like weird in that picture? <laughs> uh, well, let me go look at it. In the background, especially. That's a very good hint. Well, it's like an <laughs> aircraft carrier of some kind? Yeah, it's an air... That's, that's an American aircraft uh, thing. So, uh, I, I think it was bigger that like, you had an American aircraft there in... In Norway than this car accent, but that's another thing. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, is that? I mean, I know we have American forces in Norway. Has it not been reported yeah. that there was no an aircraft carrier? I mean, it's clearly no. docked because you can see the big yes. um, rope <laughs> connecting it to the shore, and these are two tugboats. Yes, that are putting in, like, probably pushing it into shore mm -hmm. or out of shore, one or the other. But considering it's roped in, I'm guessing they're pushing it too sure would be my yeah. guess yeah okay yeah no, it was i was like oh isn't that an american aircraft and i had to like shake out where this was and things like that and i found out that you're on uh, you're here with a uh, uh, lots of um, uh, 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 submarine things and things like that it was a big thing in in Norwegian newspapers that uh, when the Americans had landed, some American girlfriends came over and like uh, celebrated with them, like having uh, uh, their testing and things like that in in uh, in Norway. So it's so fucking weird that I found out this way that you were in in Norway. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard anything about it in the news in America, uh, yeah. I would have to, it, it's probably something you'd have to, like, look up, um. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, something completely different. Jeffrey Epstein, uh, threatened Bill Gates over alleged affair with Russian bridge player. This is a fun story. 
Okay, actually, uh, before we go into it, U.S. aircraft carrier mm -hmm. arrives in NATO member Norway to take part in drills uh, in Wednesday in Oslo. It says the USS Gerald Ford entered the Oslo Force escorted rapidly by dinghy boats. Yeah, okay, so this, mm -hmm. this is from eight hours ago, so this literally just happened. From, yeah, um, and then then I found like this this car picture. <laughs> I mean, the the car in itself, like being on on its roof in front of a house in Norway, is kind of funny. But like all, all of a sudden seeing this like American <laughs> thing in the background, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, it's brand new news. I wonder if that picture made them report on it or not. That's <laughs> that's that, that could be true, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like you said, Jeffrey Epstein threatened to expose Bill Gates for having an alleged affair with a Russian bridge player uh, when he was married. Obviously, he's not married anymore for right. this specific reason, probably. The message was sent over email in 2017 after the disgraced financier who died by suicide, quote-unquote, I should say, while awaiting mm -hmm. trial for a federal conspiracy and sex trafficking charges. Uh, Mila Antonova... Uh, the newspaper reported cited so citing sources familiar with the matter uh, had an affair with uh, Gates. Epstein met Antonova in 2013, years after Gates had met the bridge player when she was in her 20s, according to the newspaper. At the time, the tech billionaire was was married to ex-wife, uh, his ex-wife. When Epstein emailed Gates in 2017, he asked to be reimbursed for money he had spent to send her software coding to software coding school, according to the outlet. And the message also seemingly hinted at the idea that Epstein could expose the alleged relationship if an association between the two men was may not maintained. Okay, so he was blackmailing him, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they tell, totally didn't meet each other, look, because uh, I found proof of that in two seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, there's... There's pictures out there and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, you sent one of the things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it like t two seconds afterwards. Uh, Gates has said numerous on numerous occasions that he regrets his previ previous ties with Epstein, uh, appearing on Anderson Cooper 360 in August of 2021. Uh, the billionaire admitted that it was a huge mistake to spend time with him. Right. Hmm. Yeah, my mom always said stupid is and stupid does. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I'm sure he's trying to distance himself because of everything that happened. I just wonder, like, now that we know that he was blackmailed by Epstein, mm. was this the only thing he had on him? You know what I mean? Or was there other things uh, going on also? But... Right now, the only we definitely have evidence that he was blackmailing him for this specific thing, which was an affair when he was married, but it was with a twenty-year-old at the time, so it's not. It wasn't like that kind of Epstein right. thing, right? Exactly. Right. Other than that, the girl looks like she's sixteen. So it says she that. was twenty at the time of the affair. So oh yeah, yeah. just because no, she I, looks I young. Believe that. Yeah. yeah, no, she looks super young, but. That means absolutely nothing. But you're also seeing a picture of her next to Bill Gates, so... <laughs> Are you saying that Bill Gates is looking old, Luke? I'm saying the contrast <laughs> might add to the... To how, what you're seeing with your eye... Your brain is seeing with your eyes, yeah. 
I, if I had to guess how old <laughs> Bill Gates is, I would probably guess late 70s. In this picture? I would say late 50s in this picture. Oh, okay. But, you know, baby blood yeah. and everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you think he beats him baby, baby blood? That's like the right wing conspiracy mm-hmm. is that he well yeah. no that he drinks baby stem cells or something. That's like the, they think all like rich people do that. Does he do that while uh, he walks around in uh, the Wizard of Oz slippers? Possibly. Uh, yeah. But US prosecutors have charged a man with stealing these slippers. Worn by Judy, Julie Garland, uh, character Dorothy in the 1939 film *Wizard of Oz*, the valuable shoes, shoes were found in an FBI operation in 2018 after being taken from a museum in 2005. But no arrests were made at that time. On Tuesday, federal prosecutors charged Minnesota man Terry Martin, 76, of theft of major artwork and recovered the slippers, which are one of four pairs in existence. The shoes were taken to the Judy Garland Museum in Grand Rapids, Minnesota by a thief... Oh, had taken by a thief who had smashed through the window of the building's back door to get inside, uh, and no fingerprints were left, and no alarm went off. They were found in a sting operation launched by the FBI's art crime team. Okay. The case is being handled by federal prosecutors in North Dakota and Minneapolis. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, It doesn't... I mean, he was in possession of them, but that doesn't necessarily mean he stole them, right? Right. It could be mean that he uh, he fenced them. It f- yeah. yeah, or like he got it for some drugs or payment for something else. Or who knows? I, I was almost thinking that maybe he was the the fence that he got it from the guy who stole it to sell it, right. and then they would split the profit possibly. But he he didn't sell it for whatever like it said it, it was stolen in tw- 2005 right so mm. uh, well uh, what he can do when he's in prison is just click his heels and say there's no way like there's no, no place, place like, like home. home right yes well he can't home. do that now the FBI it says the stolen slippers oh. are still in custody of the FBI so, uh, oh He's going to have to do Otherwise, some kind of, like, Bill and Ted, where they steal the thing. yes. Where they steal the thing from his dad's <laughs> police station. Yeah, they're going to have to do that and get the slippers back. <laughs> okay, no Tron tells the truth this week. Uh, he's busy with work, so let's do some TV that happened this week. I saw some TV. Fro, did you see anything? I saw some TV. I saw a lot of strange things that I had never heard of or didn't know was coming out. One of those things was uh, the remake of Clone High. Did you see the original back in 2003, 2004, somewhere? Uh, It's possible, but I don't remember it. Yeah, it was very, like... Popular. It's created by Bill Lawrence, uh, Phil Lord, and Christopher Miller. Uh, this is the remake. Uh, it felt definitely like a remake. That's for fucking sure. Uh, this is uh, set in a high school for clones of historical figures like uh, Cleopatra, for example. So this is. A, this. I'm assuming by the people who made it is a cartoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, it's animated, but it, it's it's it was animated back in two thousand and three as well. Sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I d- don't feel like this was needed. To be hundred and ten percent honest, uh, I am a huge fan of the original one, and it feels like it was like it uh, came back just because of. Uh, uh, like they needed something to have on their schedule that wasn't like too expensive and they didn't really need to have something to do like uh, could go to like having old scripts and things like that and I, I find it kind of like weird, weird that it was so like uh, uh, n- extremely like the the old show and i think that's kind of like my biggest problem there's some very like good uh like uh gags and things like that but if you have seen the original it's it felt like they did the original show again just like 20 years later uh, it wasn't like it didn't come with anything new it feel felt like it was the same thing over and over and over again like the other ones so i'm going to give this a 2.5 yeah all right i was like maybe i should watch it but maybe not now uh mm-hmm. primo on free v mm-hmm. freebie's done some okay stuff recently we saw one good show on there uh, not too long ago but this is a decent this show. is not that Oh, you'd like this? Okay. I wouldn't say it's good. I wouldn't say it's bad. Uh, oh. I would say it's like a a solid four of a television show for me. Hmm. Uh, I think the acting's not great. The storyline's pretty basic mm-hmm. as far as like a family type drama. As far like you've seen a lot of these family dramas on like ABC, CBS, things like that. This one's on mm-hmm. Freebie. It's about a kid who. Uh, is being uh, raised by a single mother, but she has mm-hmm. four brothers and they're, or five brothers actually, right? Five, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of have replaced uh, the dad figure in his life, but there's five of them and they're always arguing and never can agree on anything. So it's really weird for him, I think. That's the kind of the whole plot mm-hmm. is like, he's trying to like use these uncles as his father figure, but he can never decide which one he wants to. Uh, listen to the advice of you know what I mean yeah right yeah. Uh, and so it's it kind of confusing as because he's just getting out of high school trying to decide whether he wants to go to college and yeah I mean that concept is pretty basic it's like this mm-hmm. you know the the story of a, a young kid growing up the twist is the five uncles that's the twist of the show kind of what makes it funny I'd say one out of five of these uncles is actually funny though is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the acting's mid, the cinematography's mid, so yeah, a four. What would you think? Yeah, uh, I had it at, as a 3.5, so I'm not very far behind you. I think Christina Vidal, uh, that is her, uh, his mom, is probably my favorite of them all. I, I liked the, the mom. Uh, I've seen her in something else, and was kind of like looking at her IMDb page. Uh, she's been in Training Day, the TV show, and The Night Shift, some episodes, and Cold Black and things like that. So uh, she's been in other things. But yeah, mm-hmm. 
I recognized her and she's really good. Uh, she's probably the best thing about the show, to be honest. I, think, I liked her the most. I think, least. yeah, the show yeah. was definitely created around her and the son and yeah. as, like, actors. And then I think the one uncle that is the funniest one is the, kind of the dumb one, or the, he plays the dumb guy who's, like, you mm. know what I mean? He's kind of the dumber of all of them. He's kind of fun. He's got some good jokes in there. Everything else was kind of bland. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh... Okay, so I don't don't ask me why, but uh, I saw XO Kitty this week because that was a thing. Oh, I uh, did too. It oh, it's a spin-off of all the boys uh, movies. I think I have seen the first one. I didn't know there was more than one, to be honest. I was confused because I didn't know this was based on anything, but you're clear it, when you go into it, she's clearly referencing other characters uh, yeah. right at the beginning of the show that you're supposed to know, but I didn't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, that totally destroys this show for me. Uh, it's also extremely bad, so there's also that. Yeah. It's super generic uh, as far as a teen, like, yaw show, teen... Yeah. It is so generic. It felt like every like high school show I've seen before. Except she's so like overly about, yeah. like her acting. The way they told her to act was like you need to be overly chipper and cheery right. and like you're on some kind of like super uh, crack or something that makes you the happiest person ever. Yeah. So it is about Kitty Song Kovi that uh, uh, thinks she has love figured out, uh, so she moves uh, uh, across the world to Korea uh, to be with her uh, boyfriend. However, she finds out that uh, the relationship is uh, a little more complex. That is more or less the... Yeah, it's very yaw. Uh, it's a high yeah. school... High school drama. Um, it feels it's a Netflix show and it's in South Korea, so I feel like this is another mm -hmm. one of those shows that they're. We talked about last week. Even this is one of the shows they invested in as far as South Korea goes. Maybe mm -hmm. uh, I, we don't have confirmation of that, but I'm assuming. So yeah, they, I wouldn't say they're putting a whole lot of bank behind it because it doesn't seem like they promoted it at all. But uh, I, I, it's definitely not made for us. I'll say that. That's <laughs> that's very true. Uh, I am going to give it a very nice three. I gave it a three also. Yeah, we're in the exact yeah. same place. Yeah. Um. See, this is on Peacock. Rain Wilson and the Geography of Bliss. Kind of gonna have it was to get past so fun. <laughs> everything that's been going on with Rain Wilson uh, mm -hmm. the last few years because he's like a crazy Christian guy. Remember, he was like all upset at. Uh, that TV show because it was anti-Christian or whatever. Yes, uh, I do remember that. But this is a... It's basically a travel show more than anything else, but he's like... Mm -hmm. His whole thing in it is that he has been battling with depression and he's trying to find a better way to be happy. So he's going to mm -hmm. different countries that uh, and talking to people about how why they're happy in their life, basically. But at the same time, it's more of a travel show because he's, like, showing different pl people and places in different countries, right? Yeah. 
I like this. Uh, this was a very, very big surprise for me, to be honest. I thought I would be like, oh gosh, another travel show. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I find it, uh, I, f I found it that I was like, oh, this is funny. It felt very like personal to me. Uh, and I think one of the reasons of that is what you said him like being so honest about like what he was struggling with and why he's kind of like going on this trip uh yeah i think Sorry? there's like a i there's a feeling of like at least in the first episode of a very this might be a pilot and that whole mm -hmm. part of it could get lost in the rest of the series you see what i'm saying right. i agree yeah. um because there's only one episode out we should say but uh mm -hmm. It's. It feels like maybe that's the case, and it's going to get further and further away from the concept, possibly. But at the same time, that's the only thing that makes it different than any other kind of just regular travel show that mm -hmm. you've seen a million times. You know, uh, some of the comedy is funny, but it's, some of it's also super cringy. It is, yeah. And I also at the end of this first episode. I, I, the whole get together meeting everybody get, getting together and he just there just happens to be this singer who's like the most famous person and I, it's like no you hired that guy don't try to be mm. smart with me guy uh that was it's just like just be <laughs> if you're going to do a travel show be real about it and show the real people and the real stuff you know what i mean so mm -hmm. that it, it felt a little manufactured so i'm going to give the show a 5 right in the middle yeah i'm going to give it a 6 i liked it a little more than you Okay, I maybe yeah. also was just not in the mood for a travel show. I'm, I also don't really like travel shows. There's that. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you don't like travel show, how about a documentary show about people that are mermaids? Uh, okay. This is called Mer People on Netflix. Uh, this is a series that is kind of... It is... Kind of weird because it's about uh, the performers of the underwater show business. I didn't even fucking know this was a thing. So it's 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 kind of funny. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's uh, follows like uh, this industry that is huge. It's actually like a, 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 a half a million dollar industry. And I didn't fucking know that. And uh, they are professionals in being mermaids. Like some of the people in this is super, super interesting. Mm -hmm. um, it is one of those crazy TV shows it, it it felt a little like um uh, uh tiger king in in one way other than than like uh, that being very sens sensationalized but in the way that i i didn't know this was going on in america before i saw tiger king the same thing i felt when I was finished watching Mare Mer, Mer People. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, I don't think it's that good. Uh, I think I would probably give it a six. Uh, uh, 
as well. It's it's kind of it's a little cutty cooker, uh, but uh, for example, like uh, when we meet people uh, with with uh, Tourette syndrome, uh, that is very like uh, has been very artistic on school and he's like he had a very unhappy play he was in a very unhappy place before he became a a mermaid it and that was like his referee i re, re, refuge sorry i felt like i i i was staring a little like up of those stories but it's it's yeah it's a weird documentary that felt a little like uh, all over the place all right i saw have you any interest in watching this, by the way? Not really. Uh, no? I might watch it next week if there's nothing else to watch. But other than that, I probably wouldn't watch it. Mm. Uh, I watched something on Max. It's just called Max now. Uh, mm-hmm. Gremlin's Secret of Mogwai. Mm-hmm. Animated show uh, about mm-hmm. the ni- 1980s movie Gremlins, which was a, a horror movie, as far as I remember. But this is a kid show. <laughs> I just <laughs> think it's kind of strange yeah. that if any kid yeah. watches this and goes, man, I, I want to go check out the source material, mom and dad. And yeah, you have to don't. be like, no, <laughs> do not. Nope. It's just a weird thing to make a kid show about, you know? But yeah, it, it does show some of the scary gremlins in here and stuff, I guess. Yeah, uh, it does. It's, it's about uh, the origins of the gremlins, kind of, in a way, like, uh, that you mm. see in the 80s movies. I would say this is a prequel to the... Because it's set in right. 1920s China. Um, yeah, I think the the animation's kind of interesting. It's not super ugly. Uh, some of the hair physics are a little weird, like nobody's hair ever moves at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But the... Story itself is interesting if you've seen the original movies, right? That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, no, I I went into this thinking I would hate it with all uh, the passion in the world, but I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Uh, like it's a silly cartoon out uh, out of Gremlins. Uh, I think I I bear like a very like. Uh, love of gremlins because it was kind of like my first introduction into horror and uh it was the movie that kind of like got me into horror so mm-hmm. I, I i i think maybe i i i tend to think it's a better movie than it is uh, because i i will say i haven't seen gremlins in years and years and i'm sure it doesn't hold up at all one of the reasons why I don't want to watch it. Well, it's, but, uh, it was Jim yeah. Henson, right? So I'm pretty sure Jim Henson did all the puppets for, for Gremlins. Oh. So I think it would oh. probably stand up pretty well. And it's also more of a comedy horror, right. which I think could help like as far as like the it uh, holding up. I think it probably would. The second one mm. wasn't as good as the first one. I don't know if that one right. would hold up. I think the first one probably would. Hmm. But yeah, no, uh, I don't really know what to give this. I think I will give it a 6 as well. I give it, it a 6.5. Like yeah. Yeah, I'm, it feels like I'm stuck in the same <laughs> In the same place, zone? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It just it didn't blow me away or anything. Right. Uh, and like I said, it's just a little strange to make a kid's show about this. Uh, you know, it's like, 
I guess they did, when I was a kid they made a cartoon show about Beetlejuice also. So mm, sure, right? Yeah. Uh, another show I watched this week. Oh, oh, was that yours? By the way, I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, another show I watched was the Ultimatum uh, Queer Love. Uh, this was on Netflix for first episodes they saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is just like the ultimatum, but people are queer. Uh, I mean, it's uh, uh, f- uh, couples of women and non-binary people uh, for eight weeks that wants to find out if they uh, want to get married. Uh, I don't really miss uh, the hosts of the original ones. I don't even remember who was the host for this. But it wasn't the Lachaise. I, I, I do remember that. Oh, really? Uh, they, like, host everything on Netflix, so I'm surprised by that. Okay. Yeah, and they also had had uh, the last season of The Ultimatum. So yeah, they were probably they... busy doing one of the other ten reality shows they host for Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> like Love is Blind and what Married and right. Move On and whatever the other ones are. Yeah. Or, or The Ultimatum, the normal version. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, if you have seen the ultimatum before, it's exactly like that, just with queer people. I don't remember the ultimatum, but I probably saw it, you know what I mean? Uh, I survived Bear Grylls. Oh, can I just say my score? Oh, I thought you did. Okay, uh, I will give it a three. Oh, yeah, I'm not really interested in another Netflix dating show, unless it's got, like... Uh, you're dating a bear, uh, like an actual killer grizzly bear. That's that's how far they've gone to the point that I'm not interested in uh, dating shows on Netflix. Yeah, I survived Bear Grylls. Speaking of bears, um, this was on... What was it? Oh, I watched it on Hulu, I think. But I think it's okay. a TBS show. Did you see this? No. It's a Bear Grylls show, so guess what it's about? Let me guess, he takes celebrities out to the woods and... Nope, uh, it's actually a game show. <laughs> wow. I know, I, I was also surprised when I saw it. I was like, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. But a Bear Grylls show, it's like, oh, I know. It's, I survived Bear Grylls. It's probably like uh, uh, him taking people out and making them yeah. uh, survive. No, it's a game show where five contestants go through like challenges very similar to either like a survivor challenge kind of thing, like with the okay, so ropes outside? and stuff. Yeah. Like with uh, uh, one of them, they have to climb up a thing, uh, you uh, pulling up a, a bunch of camping gear up a rope on a slippery slope. Uh, it's very survivor like, but then there's also like fear factor stuff cause it's bear grills. So they have to eat mm-hmm. gross shit also. So it's a game show and each round somebody gets eliminated and at the end, somebody wins $10,000. But Bear Grylls mm-hmm. is the host of the show. He doesn't do anything but that. But then there's also mm-hmm. another host. Oh. Just a random guy there making stupid jokes for no reason. <laughs> even in the one episode, he's like, I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> even he says wow. it. Yeah. Uh, overall, it's really stupid and really bad. And there's this horrible integration with Mountain Dew, where there's like mm-hmm. this big... Mountain Dew throne that they get to sit on. Oh, it's really, really cringy. I give this a two. Yeah, for sure. 
Ooh. We're checking out of just because it's so bad. At one point, he's like, uh, if you get first place in this competition, you get to sit on the Mountain Dew throne, and you you can hydrate yourself for the next uh, competition. And I was thinking, Mountain Dew is like the least hydrating fluid <laughs> right. possibly yeah. in the world. <laughs> well, at yeah. least edible fluids, yeah. Yeah. It could be motor oil, I guess. Uh, well, the two last things uh, I have seen this week was amazing. Uh, I will talk about the one thing I know the, that we didn't watch together. Uh, I will talk about the documentary on FX uh, called The Secrets of Hillsong. Uh, I had heard about this. Uh, yeah, I read an article about this. I didn't see it yet. Long, long time ago. Yeah. Uh, so I was very much looking forward to this because... My um, uh, introduction to Hillsong started many many years ago when I left uh, when I left the Mormon Church back in uh, uh, I uh, went to a very charismatic church in Oslo uh, and they always played like Hillsong's music and things like that. Oh, uh, and it's it's kind of interesting because. Uh, I, I very much liked it uh, because uh, they interview uh, like former pastors Carl and Laura uh, Lentz. Uh, they also like uh, it's it's uh, really uh, it's really good to see that uh, you you recognize yourself in 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 some of these people. Uh, I'm talking from a personal uh, uh, place there. It it felt it it for me it felt like a documentary I needed. Uh, I have struggled uh, back and forth a lot with my uh, re religiosity, and it was very nice to see that 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 uh, I wasn't alone about that, and it felt very much like. Uh, uh, their their public uh, offspring that was huge in Norway uh, as well uh, about the this Hillsong thing is like it is it felt very like honest and it felt very like raw and it felt very like good to watch so I'm actually going to give it a seven point five I think uh, the two first episodes are out out of uh, four episodes. Only four episodes? Are they long episodes then? Yeah, an hour. An hour, okay. I saw something you saw last week. Uh, the Family Stallone on Paramount+. No, Plus. you didn't uh, watch the, the... I said I would watch it this week because it had premiere this week. Oh, okay. So you saw this too. All right. Yeah. I thought I for some reason in my brain you talk, talked about it last week, but it's probably because you said... Yeah, I, I said at the, end, at the end of the show, I said, oh, guess what I will watch next week. Hmm. That's why. That's why I was thinking that. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a like I think we talked about last week. It's just Hogan knows best, but with Sylvester Stallone, uh, he's got. Other than it felt very much like a Christian show, didn't it? Did is that what you got? I didn't get that. Why, oh, where... I felt they were super religious, especially because of like their uh, how how like. So it, it felt nothing like keeping up with Kardashians. Like, 
Their only thing is like their dad's curses somewhat, but the daughters are like betrayed like three fucking virgin uh, angels that yeah, has never yeah, had any cosmic the, surgery. Where'd you get the cough, cough. Christianity from? <laughs> their mom. Uh, I didn't get it at all. I mean, they didn't go to mm. church or they weren't wearing crosses or had big, like, mm. uh, crosses on the wall or anything like that, so. It just felt very PG, maybe. Oh, sure. I don't know if that means mm. Christian, though. Uh, no, maybe not. Family I friendly, I would agree with. Family friendly is better, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, no, they definitely don't all have the same dentist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going into it with just, like, the same expectations you go into with any show. And at the very beginning, I started to feel bad for Sylvester Stallone because he was, like, talking about his schedule and, like, how yeah. much he works and all this stuff. And he's like, I fucking hate it. I hate... Yeah. I'm like, stop making movies. <laughs> you're rich. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. If you're so miserable, like, just stop. But he's like, I guess... Yeah, he... He says... He even says, like, I used to love doing this. I used to, like, be so excited to be on set. And now I just want to be yeah. at home and, like, watch TV and hang out with my dogs and my family. It's it's almost sad in a way, that part of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was kind of strange because I was watching there. Uh, it, and I was like, oh, Dolph Lundgren is in this show out of nowhere. Oh, and Al Pacino. And, like, yeah. and Al Pacino mm-hmm. all of a sudden shows up. And uh, was some other cameos. Sure, yeah. Like, oh, holy fuck, why, why is this there? Al Pacino but did also, not look very great. I mean, no. he's a very old, he's very old, but he didn't look great in this show either. Yeah. He did not. He looked like he was a bum from a homeless shelter. He just looked like, <laughs> like you know, very, very old at this point. Yeah. Yes. But uh, I have to say, out of everything i have to say that i laughed pretty hard about them all having the same nose and the same dentist and definitely no surgery at all i think yeah it was all it's all the shit is scripted none of it's real like the whole like cake thing is clearly fake oh my god the cake thing gosh it was just and not even like interesting like scripted stuff either it's just very stupid and like you said very Mm. pg uh, comparatively, I guess, to, like, Kardashians, I guess, yeah. is what we're comparing it to. Other, There's probably other shows. But, I, I would have say, to say this. Chrisley's is just as, Chrisley's is just as PG as this, or was, before those guys went to jail. Sure. Um, I'd give it a, oh, jeez, it's like a, it's, it's also a 3.5. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But I, I think it was very, very fun. Uh, I had very much fun with it. I will say that. I was laughing a lot, but uh, I also think it was kind of like strange with their like. I understood why all of a sudden why it was on Paramount Plus because their integration with uh, uh, with this show was very oh okay. Obvious. Uh, it's clearly this whole show is meant to promote the girls as celebrities. Like they're trying right. to create like a Kardashian esque or like Very other so. yeah other ones that have. It doesn't always work, but sometimes they can spin it into a career, and that's obviously what right. they're trying to do. Do you have uh, another show other than Muted? No, that's the last thing I saw. 
Okay. Uh, oh, Silencio or Mute uh, ad, um, on Netflix. This is a Spanish show. Uh, so, um, there's this guy called Sergio that uh, maybe has or hasn't killed his parents. Uh, then he comes out of jail six years later. I thought it was very much later than that, but uh, I had to look it up. Uh, and then he meets some teen girl that may be the key to revealing the whole story. I fucking love this show. Yeah, it was what good. Did, uh, it was really good. I thought the acting was really well done, and the yeah. script writing of it, they keep you guessing the whole time, because whole time. you never, like, right at the beginning, it's almost, uh, it's almost a reverse mystery, because you, like, mm-hmm. kind of an, have an idea, you see what happens, but you don't see everything that happens, and then you're mm-hmm. learning little details about what you saw at the very beginning of the show throughout mm-hmm. the whole rest of the show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. the best way, and that, that kind of script writing is hard to do so uh and but it makes for really entertaining mystery uh type content i think the you know some of the younger actors are maybe not great but i think the main guy is really really good in this so really good yeah and also i like the suspensefulness and uh like why why did he or didn't he kill his parents? Uh, how did that happen? Uh, I watched the whole show uh, and I loved the ending. That okay, yeah, I'm still really working on it. Good. I watched a couple more episodes <laughs> the other night after yeah. we watched it, but it, you know, uh, it's one of those shows that I'm going to be just working on every once in a while when I feel like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, it's just six episodes, so it's not super long. Oh okay, yeah. So, so I, that helped it. I, yeah. it I'll, I can just watch two more episodes and I'll I'll be done. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing uh, I saw would was you, would you get what would you give this? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't actually write down a score. I think I'd give it a. It's probably a six point five. I think the cinematography felt a oh. little BBC. Okay. Yeah, the way it was filmed. Uh, I'm very much uh, higher than you done. Uh, I'm actually at an eight point five. I really like this. All right, the power episode eight. Uh, mm-hmm. lo- we just have one more episode to go. This one's called "Just a Girl." Didn't we just say "Just a Girl"? Okay, uh, so- I'm just a girl. <laughs> I see. Just I was thinking woman. of "No Doubt," the other mm. "Just a Girl" song. Uh, secrets are exposed, new bonds are formed, and others shattered as our characters' journeys grow increasingly intertwined across an across an ever changing world. That's not a great description mm-hmm. of what happened, but we no. got uh, two of our main characters, the British girl and uh, the girl who's at, what, the monastery? What do we call it? Church with the nuns. Uh, they they came in contact because one of the, them saw the video. Which one? Mm-hmm. Oh, they both saw videos of each other, right? Because she saw right. the video of her doing the baptism from last episode. And then the other girl saw her video of her, like, zapping the dude under the bridge, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, It felt very much like a setup episode for the last episode, but 
uh, I thought uh, the cliffhanger in this was better than last episode. That's for sure. Yeah, maybe uh, not as good as the one, the one before last episode. Like, that right. cliffhanger was pretty I, awesome. I do agree. Yeah. But this one... But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, but it st- still felt like a, a, a very, like, they did some uh, uh, storytelling that I very much liked. Uh, like, uh, in the last episode, I thought they were, like, giving the religious aspect uh, too much. Like, uh, they were a little too nice on it. Uh, in this episode, they were, like, a little more like, oh, they are all scammers uh, thing. Uh, it felt a little like more like they. Uh, I I also th- thought it was kind of like uh, the end of this episode with with uh, the murder of the uh, what should we call him the mafia boss was very very no he's bloody. like the president right of a yeah or the prime minister something he he right. runs the country and that and his first lady k- kills him killed him yeah and, but she's frames like. Uh, the staff person, right? Mm-hmm. Which was weird because she doesn't kill him using the power. She kills him with like a a statue. A statue, yeah. And we were like, this is a little weird. And but it also uh, contrasts with the girl who, yeah, in the very first episode, killed this guy who was trying to rape her or beat her up at least. Right. It seemed like he was trying to rape her. Um, mm-hmm. And she in this episode is like I'm. She becomes like a born again Christian, saying like, "Oh, that doesn't count anymore. That I was defending myself." And she used the power where that lady didn't use the power. Uh, and so it the contrast is this is a good use. This is a good person, and this is a bad person. Even though they mm. both have the power, there can be good people and bad people on the same side, kind of. If that makes sense. Mm. Uh, but we also have the two. Uh, the British girl and her, which are like you said, it's clearly setting up the next episode. We're gonna have a face-off or battle right. between the yeah. two kind of most powerful people yeah. with the power, people, I guess yeah. that yeah. we think right now. And then we, of course, uh, have the politician storyline also happening. Yeah, where her husband didn't know she had the power and just found out uh, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Luke. Guess what? What? Uh, uh, another digital citizen is now on uh, YouTube. Uh, you can check that out. Uh, it's uh, another digital citizen on YouTube. Uh, what do we post there? Well, we post things like Fro makes raps with U- U- Uber Duck, an AI uh, engine that uh, makes raps for you. Uh, I wanted to see what it was good for, so I made a little rap about this episode of uh, The Power. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, let's check that out. All right, I got it up here. Give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. It's called Cat and Mouse. I'm talking about Tyler, that TV show you love. Let me take you deeper to season one, episode eight above. Ali's miracles have loaded, the internet goes wild. Rocky in London sees him, but thinks this prophet's style mild. Rocky's a queen, intimidating and bold. Bernie's gift, a third of his company worth gold. She messes Ali, asking for the truth. Well, it's just a bunch of names of people. Right 
playing with each other like a cat and mouse game. I invite Rocky to church, but Rocky's got her own fame. Metaphors and symbols, I'll give you a taste. Rocky's a snake slick and quick with no waste. Rocky's a queen, intimidating and bold. Bernie's gift, a third of his company work. Oh, this is the This is like the Yeah, the bridge. Now he says it caused work. Rocky sees right through. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you think about that? I'm not sure anybody's going to be able to understand the words if they don't have the uh, lyrics the right here. On the, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's great for the podcast, but it's cool for upload on on the cha on the YouTube channel for sure. Yeah, we'll see uh, if I find something else to rap about next week. But uh, let's uh, continue. Okay, uh, how many people watched Eurovision this year? Let's see that. Um... Let's see, is there a t all shows for 2022, 161? Let's see, where's the total? Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, it's in, in the top there. The grand final, mm -hmm. overall, it says total 53.46, but what is that? Is that a, what is that? So oh, in oh. millions, I see. It says in millions yeah, up here. Million. Yeah, yeah, uh, And that was for the, in the semifinal, it was... 33.81 so actually mm -hmm. yeah that's not a huge jump considering i would think no. far less people would watch the semis than that to be honest right i agree uh something that is kind of like interesting is to see like countries that didn't might make the final so denmark uh, that wasn't in this year's final went down 30 percent uh uh, the Netherlands went down 40%. Uh, oh, yeah, I see. But uh, one of the things that is kind of, like, good, uh, pl uh, for Slovakia, for example, it's plus 209%. That is, that is pretty good. But look at Israel. It's up 391%. I mean, that's... That that could be explained. Years. That could be explained just by people getting access to the yeah. to it, my, where they may not before. I was looking at Spain though. What do you mm -hmm. think about this? Yeah, that is kind of weird. Both uh, the semifinal went... and the final are like negative yeah. thirty average. That's pretty. Yeah. And they were in right in both. Yeah, yeah, they are all, always. In. So that's yeah. that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and yeah, Italy, and Italy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think um, so. Uh, there is a lot of talk about like what should the big five do now that they are always in the bottom. And that's like, that's not entirely true because, like, especially like when we watched like last year's, uh, we had Germany and France pretty low down, but Spain was very high. But I, I think it depends on the quality, and of course, like when Italy won, it was totally cray cray. So I do think that uh, I think that one of the solutions is is to like have them in the semifinals to qualify themselves, but they would never agree to that because they pay so much. Yeah, I mean, if they ch change the rules in some way. They may have no I choice. I wish they did. Yeah. yeah, I wish they did because it it makes it 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 makes it uh, more fair. 
I feel. I mean, in any in any case, those countries are going to have more money to spend on production and stuff. So, in right. you know, inevitably, it's it's not really fair to begin with when you think about it. Yeah, right. I agree. All right, just talking about television ratings and TV shows. Let's check out. Mm-hmm. This is at least a small updated list of TV shows currently being affected by the writer's strike. Abbott Elementary, Stranger Things, the final season, right? Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big, big one. That's a if, huge thing. That could literally be this time's lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, Where we I all look back in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was actually talking to someone about how much I'm looking forward to the last season of, of uh, Stranger Things. And it's kind of, it's so sad that it's like getting hit by the writer's strike. I feel kind of like the same with Billions. Uh, I have never liked The Handmaiden's Tale, so I don't care. Uh, the Last of Us is sad. Uh, what else is on the list that you were thinking of? Well, the, the list, Saturday Night Live, obviously late night shows all are getting cancelled right now or on pause. Mm-hmm. Billions, uh, Loot, Sinking Springs, Wonder Man, Daredevil, Born Again, FBI Most Wanted, who cares about that? The second yeah. power book, Severance. Everybody seems to like that show, even though yeah, I'm not. A, Severance. Yeah. yeah. Yellow Jackets. Everybody loves Andor, mm-hmm. Uh, mm. which I don't even know why they're even fucking making that show. It's like a. Yeah. It's like the most odd character to make a tele- Star Wars television show about. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen one single episode. I don't care. And yeah, I think that's it for the interesting yeah. ones. Yeah. But there's more, obviously, and this is just the beginning, also. So. Yeah, and I, I, I said I think it's probably going to be uh, over a year. It was over a year last time, so. Another one, Big Brother gets late start date uh, as CBS is pl- plotting strike insurance, so they're moving it forward because you know, it'll fill more time in their schedule to right. uh, if the strike keeps going on. Uh, mm. So Big Brother. I think that's smart. I mean, from the company's point of view, that's yeah, very smart. Right, and it's unscripted some... stuff that they can yeah. fill time with, and people love Big Brother. I love Big Brother, so I love Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, Big Brother it... Canada just finished this week, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I need to check. It. I need to find. It. I I know it's available on. Uh, really good season. I think it's season. available on Paramount Plus, uh, but it uh, comes out like. A few weeks after the end, so uh, oh, Big okay. Brother yeah. in the U.S. is supposed to debut August second. So, mm. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, do you know that Big Brother was based on a book, Luke? I did not know that. Well, the whole Big Brother com- concept uh, comes from 1984. Oh well, yeah, I guess uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I suppose it does. I mean, the name of it does. I wouldn't say the concept of the show itself comes from that book. But no. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. The, the name. The name does, from, yes. Comes from the namesake, book. yeah. Yes. Uh, that book and other books, you can go uh, to audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. Get a 30-day free trial. And you can read that and other books and podcasts. They have a lot of podcasts uh, that I use that app for without commercials. It's so good. Um, yeah, so go there. 
All right, some movies. I saw a couple movies. I saw 65 this week. It, this was on the list of my top five things mm. to see this year. So mm. I was obviously going to watch it. I heard bad things. I went into it with low expectations. It didn't meet. Yeah, I told you it. I told you it was shit. It wasn't just you. Every like even the reviews for yeah. it are bad. Everything's bad. Um, I went in with low expectations, and it didn't even reach those. I, I was expecting it to be kind of, um, you know, bland because I had heard that it was a little oh. bit boring and a little bit. Uh, somebody had compared it to that video game where all you do is walk around. Uh, mm-hmm. And I kind of stranding deaths. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I was kind of like feel like okay, I'm going in with that. And when I got into it, I realized like the biggest problem was a. It probably was supposed to be a two and a half hour like epic movie kind of feel to it, mm-hmm. and they edited yeah. the shit out of this movie to the point where yeah. like everything's disconnected. There are plot points that come up later in the movie that ne- like that never are revealed in the beginning and then they reference something that happened before that you're never shown and so it's clearly they edited something out and they never like redid the scene later in the movie um which is just terrible editing and to- terrible just altogether story writing uh i don't know what went wrong or why they did what they did with this thing but they just totally massacred what i guess could have been a fairly interesting movie right if they had mm-hmm. put it together correctly Overall, it definitely is getting like a oh geez a two, solid two. Yeah, it's it's uh, terrible, terrible. And I, I, especially since like the first trailer I saw, you know, in January when we, or I guess December even, when we were first like looking into like what movies we wanted to see this year, the trailer looked mm. really interesting. You know, it was like oh Jurassic Park feel to it and stuff like that, and a fairly decent actor. Uh, as the main character, yeah, it was very just not... It felt like something made on a high budget by a film student. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Well, uh, talking about documentaries, uh, <laughs> see what I did there? Because 65, it was definitely... It was definitely... Well, it's yeah. supposed to be like in the future... Or no, in the present, but not in, in Earth, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw Anna Nicole Smith, You Don't Know Me. Uh, this is a documentary from 2023. Uh, it features uh, a lot of like uh, never seen before uh, footage. Uh, it also uh, like details like little known aspects of her private life. Uh, including like her first uh, marriage. That was interesting. Uh, and her romantic relationship with a lady, that was interesting. Uh, but is it any good? Um, I came to the conclusion when I was done with this documentary that I should probably not watch documentaries like this if I want to, like, keep, uh, an image uh, in my head of people. I, I do think that uh, it was made very much like to make her look very good and everybody around her look incredibly bad. But it also felt like they didn't really like tell the story about her marrying a very old guy and like 
screwing his family uh, over when it came to money and things like that. Like, it was fucking atrocious what she did in the beginning there. Uh, but uh, I felt it, it was kind of like a little bleak and it uh, attempts to like sh uh, shed new light on her but it, it didn't really like succeed uh, but it's not like terrible so I will give it a six I think it's a little bit better than a very very bland documentary but it's not anything right uh, to write home at I'm very glad that we didn't watch this but watched uh, that Spanish show instead because I would probably have never seen that show. So Yeah, uh, I'm I've I mean I, the Anna Nicole story I'm familiar with. I watched the mm. reality show she had on whatever E network or something when it was on back in the yeah. day. Uh, and I always just thought it was a sad fairly sad story. I never really it's very sad, yeah. People kind of portray her as like this, you know uh, I don't even, Feminist. yeah, or something yeah. where it was, it was just a very all together sad, uh, just a sad story that her life was kind of, mm. so I would, I'm not, I, I definitely wasn't in the mood this week to watch something like that. So I'm glad to, uh, I did watch something last night though. White men can't jump on Hulu, a remake of the nineties movie with <laughs> what Woody Harrelson and, uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yes. And Rosie Perez, I think, is in it? Do you know what? I kind of like that. It's, it's okay. I like the original. I I remember yeah. seeing it multiple times when I was a kid and uh, learning things from it that I didn't know before that as, like, a sheltered kid from the country like i never i didn't grow up in the city you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. so like when I, that was i, I learned thir certain things about just like city life and stuff from that movie or you know it's obviously sensationalized but like there was certain aspects to that movie that like it was about basketball but it was more about like race relations and uh, economic issues with America and neighborhood issues as far as, like, one person living in this kind of neighborhood and another person living in a different kind of neighborhood. Like, all these different, like, societal issues baked into, like, the movie about basketball, right? Mm -hmm. This was a movie about basketball, and that's it. <laughs> I can't remember uh, last time I was this fucking bored. Like, I hate sports movies. Like, uh, when everybody was, like, talking about how great Any Given Sunday is, like, I I can't watch that. It is incredibly bad. Like, in my eyes, it's it's one of the worst movies I have ever watched. And it, it felt like uh, someone, like, took the joy out of, like, the old movie and, like, uh, made it uh, all about basket basketball. <laughs> it's like it was so fucking boring. And even like the most pivotal scene in the original movie that I remember is when they get the gun pulled on them for mm. uh, cheat for the guy finding out they're cheating them, uh, mm. which like ends up breaking the two apart. Like the the way that the interactions happen, like in the original Wesley Stipe like steals the money from him at one point that mm -hmm. never happens yeah, in this yeah. film. That kind of thing never happens. It's all like 
surface level things they're mad at each other for. You know what I mean? It's never like yeah. real issues like stealing from each other or like cheating uh, uh, the other guy in the game or like throwing a game on purpose or something like that. Like it's all surface level mm -hmm. bullshit. And then it's like a regular, like you said, sports movie, like any given Sunday. I, I hate in sports movies when they have the announcer like doing, uh, telling the audience of the movie what's happening on the screen that you're currently looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I understand that that's something that happens in sports, but in a movie, it's show, don't tell. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so annoying. So, yeah, this movie is definitely getting a 1.5, I think. I gave it to zero. I, I just, like, I, 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 I love the original, and I, I was like, this this doesn't remind me of that. It, it's completely it different me... plot. Even at one point, yeah. the one guy, uh, one of the sidekick, the two sidekick guys, he goes, uh, nobody cares about race relations anymore, bro. And mm -hmm. it was like, that's what the whole... Like, they're making a reference to the original movie and saying, mm -hmm. that's not what this movie is going to be about. They even say yeah. it in the script. So it's like, okay. Uh, I was... Something positive. I thought Jack Harlow wasn't as bad of an actor as I thought he was going to be. <laughs> like he could have been made way worse. So <laughs> I guess. Yeah. No. I I found absolutely nothing. Uh, like uh, I I called my dad right after I I watched it and I said the most interesting thing about it was the that it ended. So. The, yeah. There's this whole storyline in this at the beginning where he meets up with this guy Andrew Schultz, pl plays a character in this that's a drug dealer who's like a podcaster. I don't know if you know mm -hmm. about him, uh, mm -hmm. but he plays a drug dealer and he's giving the guy pills. Remember? Mm -hmm. And there's this whole storyline where his girlfriend's mad at him because he's taking pills. Never comes up at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. Not even yeah, a yeah, point yeah. at all. Yeah. Doesn't no discussion yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> weird. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Bad movie. Boo. Boo movie. Uh, speaking of um, the writer strike in movies, uh, obviously hasn't been as affected, affected as much as TV yet because, you know, less no. movies come out per year than TV shows. So it's very obviously. Mm -hmm. But we have a report here that Good Fortune, uh, Aziz Ansari film, is suspended indefinitely, uh, sh uh, shutting down indefinitely, it says. Yeah. He was directing and starring opposite Seth Rogen and Keanu Reeves in a comedy, mm -hmm. which he also wrote and was producing for Lionsgate. The studio made the decision Thursday to shut down production, I guess. So, mm -hmm. we yeah, this is the, you know, we're, we're going to keep covering this stuff. It's This is the first of many, I'm sure. I'm sure as well. I It's it's kind of sad, but it's very obvious that it had, a, it, that it had to happen. I did read wow. an interesting mm -hmm. uh, article this week from like a, uh, it was they were talking to a few independent filmmakers who were like super excited about this because they're like now we get to like release films and people will actually pay attention <laughs> yeah that's true though yeah yeah I guess that's true silver lining mm hmm uh hey uh, remember last week when i talked about uh white lotus and we were talking about oh the opposite of that would be black lotus well watch let's watch the trailer tmp the movie partnership 
It kind of looked like it said pimp. <laughs> the logo. This is the way. Uh, yeah. Okay, there's some kind of like raid happening at what is this? Like a concert hall? It's a Raid Shadow Latchin. It's sponsored by Raid Chat. That's not mm. Frank Grillo. No. But Frank Grillo is apparently in this. There he is. There he is. Good boy. Yeah, uh, also a little fun fact, uh, Roland Möller uh, that plays John in this movie's Norwegian, or has Norwegian ancestors. Yeah, this is... what country is that? Is that... uh... What country is this? It's not... I know those those boats, like in the river there, in that last scene. Okay. You see? There. What? Yeah. I can't put my finger on it though. Netherlands, maybe? There's been another complication. Maybe. I don't like complications. Dutch? Possibly Dutch? This looks awful. Oh, it looks. Give me back my son! That's what it looks like. It also looks, yeah, like taken. Taken on end speed and everybody like like that. It looks like a million other action movies I've seen. I'll do whatever it takes to get my family back. Yeah. This is literally that scene from Taken. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally Rico Beholden. Oh, okay. And then a whole bunch of other people. <laughs> they just flashed like yeah. 20 people on the screen. Norwegian media was like, oh, Rune Müller is in a Hollywood movie. And I was like, who the fuck is Rune Müller? <laughs> that must be that guy with the blonde goatee, I'm guessing. Yeah. Holy shit, this looks bad. What is this Oscar nominated movie all about? A soldier uses his military train to rescue the kidnapped daughter of his dead of his dead friend. Okay, so it's not his daughter, but close enough. Uh, 59% of Google users liked it. 4.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, no Rotten Tomato score. But uh, two audience reviews. Uh, the one, uh, first one made me laugh. Uh, Kevin G says, if you have watched <laughs> recent Br Br Bruce Willis movies, then I don't have anything to say. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> uh, Alexi L says, a rare piece of crap. Not sure why F Frank Grillo agreed to take a part of this. Really? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, a D screenplay, uh, cinematography, and acting, except for F FG, oh, Frank Grillo, who had acts uh, great even in, in crap movies. Uh, but don't waste your time. Has Frank Grillo been very in anything? Okay, I would say he's one of my favorite B movie actors. Like, what that says about him, I don't know, but he's better right. than most people in the movies that he's also in. 
Does that make sense? So comparatively, sure. he's really good in B movies. Uh, uh, he, he's, he was in Avengers Endgame, so there is that. Uh, from the IMDb, 1 out of 10 from uh, Robin Doan 18 uh, I turned it off after 40 minutes. I know Rico is a fighter and not an actor, but someone should have told him how to, at least. A huge waste of money and time. His behavior towards girl in the ring and media have become hard to watch, not even in mentioning this movie. Thinking about, uh, thinking of the fight that was delayed for this crap. I never expected an A or B class movie, but I really thought the... The alphabet would stop at Z. <laughs> it reminded me of some cheese karate movie, uh, like from Steven Seagal, like a Steven Seagal. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I do have some good ones. Okay. Uh, one of the best movies I've seen from BXGKVDFDFC17. So definitely a real person. Loved, yeah, every, uh, loved everything about it. One of the best movies I've seen this year. I can't really imagine anything else would top this. The cinematography, soundtrack, plot, everything about it was perfect. Definitely mm -hmm. a real person, by the way. Yeah, I was trying to find uh, the best uh, thing uh, Frank Grillo has uh, been in. And uh, no. <laughs> like I said, he's... Uh, He's the my favorite B movie actor. Yeah. Also coming out this week is uh, uh, the Sterling girl. Uh, Seventeen-year-old Jem Sterling struggles with uh, her place within the Christian fundamentalist community, but everyone uh, and uh, but everything changes when her uh, magnetic youth pastor Owen returns to their church. Sounds like a movie I am going to run to watch. Um, seven out of one, seven point one out of uh, ten on IMDb. A whopping ninety-one on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and a four out of five. It has uh, Louis Perlman, Austin Bra Abrams. Okay, um, maybe. Moon Garden, a comatose. Five-year-old girl journeys through an industrial wonderland to find her way, way back to conscious consciousness. That sounds kind of interesting, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, Seven point eight out of ten on an IMDb, eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, three point six out of five on Letterboxd. Oh, it's by Oscilloscope Distributed, so they're good. Mm -hmm. Directed by Ryan Stephen Harris, starring a Aggie Duke, Mar Marie Olsen, and Timothy Lee DePriest. Okay. Is it a little bit funny that we have a, a movie called Move Garden and also a Master Gardener in the same fucking week? Well, he's he's the one that gardens the moon. The moon garden? Yeah. 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 Uh, so Master Gardener <laughs> is uh, a malicious... Oh, gosh. What is that word? Uh, give me a uh, second. You have to help I'm not, me. Yeah, I'm not there. I was going to the next one. Meticulous. I was like... Horticulturalist. Yeah, but... Yes, thank you. It's devoted to tending the grounds of a beautiful estate owned by a wealthy Dowager. Dau Is that how you say it? Dowager. I think it's. Dowager. I think it's like. What the fuck? I'm pretty that? sure that's when you're owed a Dow, right? So, like, when a wife. Uh, when you pay for a wife, right? Isn't that called a Dow? Oh. 
okay. Dowager, a widow with a title of property derived from her late husband. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, when he's told to take his troubled a great niece as an apprentice, his life is thrown into chaos and dark secrets from his past emerge. Uh, this has a 6.5 out of 10 on RMDB, 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, 62% on Metacritic, and 66% of Google users like the movie. Sanctuary. In the wake of inheriting his father's hotel chain, Hal tries to end his long and secret relationship with Rebecca, a dominatrix. A battle will ensue over the course of one fraught night with Rebecca and Hal struggling to keep the upper hand. Excuse me. Directed by Zachary Wiggin, starring Margaret Qualey and Christopher Abbott, it's got 7 out of 10 on IMDb, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 78% on Metacritic. 94%. Let me look at the audience score really quick. 64 on audience, so, okay. A little bit of a discrepancy there. Uh, also coming out, a very independent small movie I have heard nothing about. Mm -hmm. uh, Fast Fast X. <laughs> Never heard of that movie. No. Uh, over many missions against impossible odds, Dom Toretto and his family, of course... <laughs> of course, because all the movies are about family. Don't family. About that, yeah. yeah, family. Yeah. Have uh, <laughs> smuggled and outdriven uh, the foe to their path. Now they have to confront their most lethal opponent they ever fa uh, faced. Fueled by revenge, a terrifying threat emerges from the shadow of the past to shelter Dom's world and destroy everything and everyone he loves. This has Van Diesel, Jason Momoa, Alan Richardson, Michelle Rodriguez, Brie Larson, a lot of people in it. Uh, 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 54% on Rotten Tomatoes, 55 on Metacritic, and 91% of Google users like this movie. <laughs> 91%? What the fuck? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's That's a, a fast, and, fast and Furious. You know, people like those yeah. movies. I guess. Uh, what do you want to see most? I'm thinking Moon Garden, honestly. Oh, for me it's Fast X, definitely. I haven't seen the last like three or four Fast F Fast and Furious movies. I gave up. Didn't you see the one they went to the? <laughs> oh yeah, I did see that. I think actually I skipped yeah. forward. Come on. Skip forward you a few skipped? and saw that yeah. one. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I did. You saw the last one. <laughs> but I didn't see the ones before that. I guess it really no. doesn't matter at all. I can just no. watch. Yeah. No. It doesn't. Which was the but moon one? Was it Fast 9 then? That was the moon one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or, or going to space. Well, I guess they didn't really go to the moon. but. Well, yeah. But you know what I meant. Yeah, I think that was 9. Yeah. I would rather see Moon Garden. That sounds way more interesting to me. But okay. Uh, coming next week, News of the Week, TV and Movies of the Week, Power, Episode 9, Final Episode, mm -hmm. another digital review about my father. Okay. Why are we going to talk about your father? We're going to talk... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're going to talk about mm -hmm. our, our fathers in heaven, hallowed be thy names. Thy yeah. name, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm impressed for an atheist that you remember that. Uh, sure. I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Jeremy Rant, we'll plug it again. Uh, go to YouTube, uh, go to another digital scene on YouTube. You can subscribe to us, uh, be one of the four subscribers we have. Uh, and just keep watching yeah. that video over and over yeah. and over again, it, but we'll post more soon. <laughs> yeah, it will come more soon, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, other than us being on YouTube, uh, was it any big YouTube things this week? Uh, you see, I have watched a lot of the YouTube, but it will be very, very uninteresting for ev any uh, anybody but me because I have watched a lot of videos on No Man's Sky and things I need to do there. I like so, tutorial stuff. Yeah, I mean that's uh, YouTube's would... always good for tutorial stuff. Whether it is it's, so good, whether it's video games or cooking or yeah. like building things. I don't know how many uh, working on the ba my bathroom. How many things I looked up on. YouTube to find out from somebody who actually mm. knew what the fuck they were doing. Uh, so I could figure out what the fuck I was doing. Um, but yeah, no, I found uh, a channel this week that was uh, Noah... Nuance Ho is her name, and uh, she's an ex-Mormon. So I watched a lot of her videos this week. I went uh, down uh, a rabbit trail. Uh, uh, because I, I was actually out of nowhere. I was contacted by uh, one of my old missionaries on on uh, on Gmail and I haven't talked to the Mormon church for many 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 years and and I was like oh that was kind of weird. Okay well I told you a little about this before we came on but I, we can watch the video here because well it's not a great news site but it is a they have the video on it uh, what the logan paul thing uh oh yeah i haven't heard about this yeah okay so oh god their video player is a piece of garbage yeah new york post is the is the worst oh my god let me find it somewhere else because uh, this youtube this video they have is just such crap um, but yeah, the, he Logan Paul apparently says he didn't get like he didn't get the video. He saw the video and he had a camera, like a pinhole camera, on him, and he videotaped mm. it being played on a TV. Does that make sense? So you maybe should tell the listeners what you're talking about because I know, but they oh I said you to the UFO video. He's got some video oh. of a UFO. We don't know what it is or um you know we don't really have an idea of what he's like how in-depth it is or like what it shows oh, Bob Lazar. started it okay here we go sending you the youtube video thank you it's also from the new york post but this actually will work because it's a youtube video <laughs> and not their shitty player they have on their website <laughs> Are you saying that New York Post has a shitty website? It's a shitty what newspaper, but this is this is a clip from his impulsive podcast. So we're not going. Right. We're not referencing the New York Post really. We're, it's the right. podcast. Okay, give me countdown. In three, two, one, play. And I would show the footage to Bob Lazar to ask him if he's seen anything like it. And in in that case, maybe if he if he if he can verify the legitimacy of this tape, then maybe I would release The footage it. is compelling, not convincing. What was the guy's name that wouldn't sell it to you? Chuck Clark. Chuck Clark, who has been gatekeeping this footage like a like a freaking 
OnlyFans girl, <laughs> would not sell you the footage for a rack of hundreds, right? So you said, hey man, do you mind just showing it to me? And while he showed it to you, you recorded it on a secret camera. Right. It's from 1995. The tape had been worn down. It's been played probably over 100 times. And so hmm. the quality is not great. And it doesn't have enough meat on the bone and proof for me to put it out confidently and be like, this is, the, this is legit UFO footage. The disc hovers so so fluidly it's like it's like buoyant almost in the air yeah and i'm not sure if that type of on a vhs tape though like as fluid like vhs as camera was, was possible in 1995 hmm. yeah that's 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 wedge I, I I find that story interesting. I have never ever heard about this. It just came out this week, yeah. Uh, like this yeah. video was posted. Oh, this video was posted two weeks ago. Okay, well, I just heard about it this week. Uh, yeah. And people are ca like calling for him to release the video, and he's saying he doesn't want to do it because it's it. Like he said in this, it, there's not enough proof that it's real. Uh, mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I want to see the footage. I don't care if it's real. I like he should give it to somebody to verify it. Uh, but I guess he can't because he videotaped it off a of videotape, right? So he's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he'd have to have the original to like verify if it was real or not. So I don't really like Nelk, uh, but I watched Nelk this week uh, because they went to Amish country. Uh, that was a very interesting video. Uh, it's called uh, We Corrupted an Amish Person. That was interesting. Uh, let's talk about UK YouTube a little bit. Um, uh, there's a big controversy with this UK YouTuber. He apparently ran into somebody's house. like Oh, this story. Oh, and yeah. then also <laughs> was walking through a park and just picked up a lady's mm -hmm. dog and ran off with it. He's like... Yeah. Everybody's saying he's the new worst prankster on YouTube. Uh, he he responded to somebody's video, and it was not a very good response at all. He's a right. he's a young kid. He needs to like learn, but he's going to mm. be shit on a lot in the next few weeks. I can already tell. <laughs> What's the other YouTube? Or, yeah, there's something else. Oh, there's this TikToker Linus. named Alphaba oh. that everybody's shitting on. Uh, a transgender TikToker, I guess yeah. there's a lot of different things, but it seems like a lot of people are piling on this person almost... I'm, I'm not going to say unfoundedly, because there are a lot of things this person has done wrong, but it's a lot of hate, it seems like, for the uh, for the things that have actually been done wrong, right? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it does feel like they did some things wrong but the hate they are coming out with is kind of like over the top, over the top. yeah 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 uh linus from linus tech tips is uh actually uh, stepping down from linus tech tips it will be interesting to see if uh, that channel gets keep going without him in it but uh i mean he's a cao so uh it will last be week interesting. i talked about the Dumpster Fire podcast channel and how uh, mm -hmm. it was being there was uploads happening from Nikocado from old videos 
And this mm -hmm. week, Oompaville releases a video on his channel That's talking about... very mysterious. Yeah, very <laughs> mysterious. He said, I can't talk about certain things because of legal yeah. reasons. You'll find out about them soon, but there's big things. Mm -hmm. I'm in debt. I'm, I've am i lost a lot of money because somebody screwed me over, was one of the things he said. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying it is the fact, but the connecting the dots, what we talked about mm -hmm. last week mm -hmm. and this week, seems like it might involve Nick Cicado, but I'm not 100% sure. That's just I, uh, conjecture, 100% conjecture. I uh, could not agree more. I think uh, just mostly because it seems like Nick has taken over that channel, and now Oompafil's saying, I'm losing tons of money because of a certain individual. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is the IDUPS drama, if you don't have anything. Oh, that was, yeah, that was the last thing I was going to say, uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have pretty strong feelings about this, but uh, I'll let you go first. Uh, well, we should just say what happened. We talked about the item situation last week at the end of the show, so if you need to recap mm -hmm. on that, I guess go listen to the Jeremiah round from last week. Uh, it, it, the whole situation, he came out, I think it was the same day we did the show, I want to say, right? Or the next day? Mm -hmm. Came out with a, a video... It was titled, uh, I Miss the Old Idubs, which is a common thing mm -hmm. that people say about, like, different creators from, you know, that era, I guess. Um, talking about how he's changed as a person and he doesn't like his old videos. One thing that we mentioned last week, we talked in depth about, is should he delete the videos, right? Mm -hmm. And what he did was he unlisted the videos. Because I was saying he's it's like lose-lose. If he deletes them, people are going to say he's trying to hide his past. If he keeps them up, people are going to say <clears throat> he's using this and monetize, or, you know, he's gaining from it if it's still up and it's being used to promote hate or whatever. So it's lose-lose. Mm -hmm. But I think it was smart of him to unlist them so people can still find them if they want to reference them, but they're not being uh, promoted by YouTube anymore. I mean, it's the, it's the best solution for a bad situation, I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, one of the strangest thing about the apology was his very like personal apology to uh, Tanam Mongu. Right. I that that felt a little like out of nowhere. Uh, well, for the content cop he made on her specifically for yeah. her her saying the n word, which what it, the whole thing was about, but it was in response to her attacking him for saying the n word. But in yeah. the video, I think the biggest problem was saying it, and also the way he kind of stalked her was really... Yeah. When you think about it now, is kind of creepy. For, like, an older guy to be stalking, like, an 18-year-old girl, it's a little bit strange. Mm-hmm. I do agree to that. Uh, at the same time, I, I just feel like it was... It was kind of like... Uh, I, I feel like YouTube is... It's kind of like turning around. Uh, I watched Aspen Gold. He had a very like good take on this. Mm -hmm, I uh, saw that. Yeah, you sent it to me. Uh, that I felt like was kind of like yeah, everybody's like changing it, and it feels like it's it's not because they uh, really want to. I'm not saying saying especially him, but I'm I'm um, talking about everybody's like being kind of like edgy. It's like turning around and well i think that's a cultural thing 
it is a YouTube yeah. thing for sure, but it's cultural also in the sense that like, I mean, the edgiest parts of my life were definitely like the mid '90s. Think about Attitude Era WWF oh, yeah. at the time, like, mm. s- like the opposite of PC kind of thing. And we're moving away right. from that again. And the the pendulum will swing the other way in ten years. It's going to happen. You know mm. what I mean? We're going to have shock comedies and stuff again. It's going to come back around. But right now, that's not. That's not the thing. But, so, so. but, but I'm also a little like afraid. Uh, like, there, there are some things like I agree with, uh, with the right on, and I, I feel like society, society in in its whole is getting a little too woke. And I hate the word woke, by the way. Just to to say that. Like I said, it's I think it's a pendulum thing word. where like. In my lifetime, I remember the 80s, there was like the, you know, uh, what do you call it? The satanic panic, and everybody was burning mm. books and doing all that, and we went through the 90s, and everybody, we had jackass, we had Attitude Era, WWE, I'm the craziest shit on TV on Spike, the channel Spike, in and of itself, like, uh, shows that how nuts and anti-PC that was coming out of mm. the 80s. And going into this, and now we're going back into that, uh, you know, satanic panic. We're back in it, boy. And we'll go back mm-hmm. out of it again. It's a it's a cultural uh, wave. It's it's nothing more than that. That's the way I, I look at it. I tend to agree to that. Uh, I just hope that it, like I said, I, I hope, like, it doesn't get too uh, well, I think uh, extreme. In this case, world. like, with the things that he did and the things, like... Some of the things, the they're, you know, we're gonna mo- we've moved past like the being able to say the n word on the internet and it be funny. You right. know, that's never gonna come back, and I don't think it should come back. No, I agree. Right, and so, and I don't think stalking girls uh, at their meet fan meetups it should come back as a thing either. So, and right. I think he even said in this like about his content cops. He's sorry mm-hmm. he made a lot of them, but he still hates most of those people. Like, he right. still doesn't think they're good started. people. Yeah, yeah. Right. I laughed to him when he said that. Yeah. So it's he he did say, like, I, I don't like what I did and how I put that out to the masses. I think the mm. most poignant thing he said was, like, he was at a fan meetup or just in public or something, and somebody came up to him and was like, I'm a trans person, I would like your autograph, but and I know you probably hate me, because of that, yes. but I'd, I'd like to get an autograph or a picture with you or something, and he was like, mm. I don't hate you, like, why do you think that? And he, right. th- I think that, like, there's a realization you go through, especially because he was young when he made a lot of that stuff, and you grow mm. up, and you learn things, and you change, and yeah. Um, I think people, a lot of people are like, especially the people who are mad about it, are mad not because... Uh, Idubs changed. They're mad because they see he, him as like the the highest uh, level of kind of uh, edgy kid humor that ever kind of existed on YouTube, and so he is like a symbol of that edginess. And for him to turn away from it, they see as like everybody's not edgy now. But you know, I think there's mm-hmm. different kinds of edginess now. I agree. Uh, I, I I think uh, uh, I think it definitely has moved a lot. Uh, I think I I I would even say that 
uh, I have seen that through through the years that we have done this podcast. Like I, I think things that we talked about in the past, there are things that we couldn't talk about today. Like when I make the Matt Damon joke, like we were we're talking a little about it, like last right. la, last last week about like how that that would be offensive today. I still think that's an amazing movie. Like, right? Yeah, it's, I it's think. Weird. Also, you got to consider like with that specific joke, lots of younger people have never seen that movie, and right. so when you do that, they they just hear like, oh, you're you're you. You're saying something in a in a. It's like oh, it almost be like making a Chinese voice or something like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? You're not. You can't do that. So you can't make a voice like somebody who's uh, handicapped either. It's just mm-hmm. it, it's equivalent, but like uh, it's just updated to 2023. I don't know the whole iDubs thing. It definitely it's a it's a shift in the consciousness of like YouTube. But I think mm-hmm. that's been happening over time, and that's why we're seeing these platforms come up that are allowing, like, hate speech and stuff. Uh, so, like, if those people want to hear that kind of stuff, go to fucking Rumble, man, or whatever, mm. you know? Right. Yeah. There you can be as edgy as you want. Right. At least for now. <laughs> At least, yes. Okay, uh, I think that's everything I want to talk about. Do you have anything else? Uh, let me look. No, that was it for me. Uh, is your name Luke by any chance? My name's Luke with a L. Oh, my name is Fro with an F. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.